Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com slash DSO. That's betterhelp.com slash DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com. I wanted to tell you about the members-only portion of my website called the DSO Fraternity. You can learn more about it at dadstartingover.com slash join. What do you get with your membership fee of $14.99 per month or $149 per year? Well, you get access to all of my books, including The Dead Bedroom Fix, Now What?, and Red Flags, as well as any future books that may come out. You get to download them in PDF format, download an MP3 audio, or stream the audio right from the website. We also have member-only articles, some of which have audio. We also have Facebook groups, private Facebook groups for members only, where you get to discuss a variety of topics with your fellow members, including dead bedrooms, starting over after divorce, and dating after divorce. We also have live member Zoom meetings three times per week. Myself and three other coaches host these meetings, and we have a variety of different topics that we discuss live with our members, and members get to share their story and ask for advice. Speaking of coaching, members of the DSO fraternity get pretty considerable discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself, Scott, Jack, or Thomas, all of which are ready to help. So give it a shot, dadstartingover.com slash join. And now on to today's episode. So, Chris, why don't you uh, tell us about yourself, your age, you and your wife, kids, all that good stuff. Yep. Uh, Yeah. uh, So I'm 45. Uh, My current partner now, we're not married yet, but we've been together for six years, um, is 50. Uh, We have no kids together, but we have four kids all up. So I've got a, a first relationship where I've got three kids. Uh, their ages, they're sort of early teens, uh, one that's not quite a teenager yet. Mm-hmm. And my partner now has a, has a, has a boy who's 12. So we've got a, got a fair range in that regard. Yeah. Um, I, I assume you all live together. Uh, no, we don't. So do oh, all right, cool. no, so my partner and the 12 year old, we live together. Uh, and my kids live with my ex, uh, and they live interstate, so we got a tyranny of distance in that regard. So, current current conditions, it's quite hard because we've got uh, nine hundred kilometres between us. Wow! Um, but and with COVID and everything, it's been one of those things trying to get them over here. But normally, Oof, yeah. I get them all the holidays, and I go and see them halfway through each school term. I'll 
drive over the for a weekend. Uh, so Very I do good. a lot of kilometers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that leaves a lot of uh, time for yourself. And... It does. It's it's been a it's been a quite a difference between my first marriage and the relationship I'm in now. And so, how long have you been in this new relationship? Uh, just just on six years. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is a good. Yep long-term thing are there any plans in the future to move in together or you kind of like the way things are oh sorry oh, yeah yeah we've got that a little mixed up i do li- well, we, we do live together oh okay um myself and my partner live together and we've got her 12 year old living there but um just yeah, not the yeah, kids so it's just not you and just, all the kids together i got you i got you correct. okay yeah, yeah yeah that's what i was, I was oh, all right towards. cool yeah. cool so yeah how did you find uh dad starting over i assume through the dead bedroom fix book bingo yes uh i was I was uh, well, at a point in my current relationship where things had started turning south, to, to quote you in out of some of your books, and um, I had got to the point of having the talk, and it wasn't a very good moment, that's for sure. Um, it, and so when I, I was, it was a week later, I travelled over to see my kids over in, in New South Wales where they live, and I was sitting there and I got them all to bed one night and I was just sitting there scrolling on my phone and I come across the dead bedroom fix on Instagram, the ad for it. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the guys I've heard on here went, Oh, that's interesting. That sounds very familiar. And, uh, and so I looked, had a bit of a quick look and thought, gee, for well, you know, Australian dollars, about $13 over here. I thought, nah, it's worth having a, having a, having a look at. So I downloaded the audio book version and, um, and then when I was driving, because for that trip, I'd flown to Sydney and then driven the 500 kilometers down to uh, where the kids were due to border closures. I couldn't get through in my car. So I had a 500 kilometer drive on the way home and I listened to it from start to finish on that drive. Excellent. So, Excellent. Well, thank yeah. you for that. I appreciate it. And so yeah, and it, it, obviously, it had an ef- obviously it had an effect on you, kind of hit you upside the oh, head. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did. It did. It, it, it really did. I, I was driving along. <laughs> it's funny. I, it almost made me emotional. Like it was so my, my, where I've been, you know, like you could have been a fly on my wall for a lot of, <laughs> a yeah. lot of what's been going on. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was just, I'm just driving along thinking, Oh, wow. How on earth, you know, like this is exactly yeah. what, where I've been and what I've dealt with. And in, in, and it's been for me, in two different relationships. Uh, so the, the, my marriage, the first one was, um, it was, uh, yeah, I was, oh, I look at it back now and I've, and I've listened to your books and I just think how pathetic I was. Um, you know, like I just would, would be walked over with everything I did. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's a hard one to, to explain, yeah. but, um, to the relationship I'm in now and why this, this one is fantastic and you know, everything goes really well. We get on like a house on fire and everything. The bedroom was starting to turn South a little bit. And, uh, and then this, this, your book came in just at the right time. So, so you were, uh, it wasn't a full blown dead bedroom, but it was, it was trending that direction. It was trending. Yeah. I think, I, I think your book came at exactly the right time. Uh, for, for me, like to, me to wake up and see what i had to do to because mm-hmm. you know my thought the talk the basis of the talk is that you're you know you're basically blaming the other person it's like oh you know why won't you you know jump in bed with me why won't you do this but it's not 
it's in my mind now it's not about that it's about myself it was me being needy being all mm. those things and mm. uh and 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 getting the, the responses as, as you've quoted so yeah you've, yeah you've, and it, you've used the term uh, they walked all over you and now needy so yeah kind of, you know what we use the typical quote nice guy kind of behavior yeah um, i was the exact nice guy yeah so where do yep. you think that came from um that's a very good question. I've always been someone who's fairly uh, passive um, and just thought I was lucky to be where I was with a lot of my relationships, I think. Mm. Um, so with that comes a, the sense of needing to, you know, do everything you can for the other person so they, they you know, so yeah. you impress them and you keep, keep them looking your way and not looking anywhere else. And um you felt very, very lucky to be in these relationships and you're going to do whatever you can to hang on to. Exactly. And, uh, and in my, in my marriage, the first one that, that, uh, my, my ex-wife basically just took advantage of that, you know, like she just saw it coming after a little while and, and, uh, yeah, you know, I ended up doing everything, you know, I, I'd from, you know, even before we had kids, you know, and then when we had kids, I'd just get home from work and I'd do all the, house cleaning the food preparation everything that needed to be done then we had kids and i'd be i'd get up and feed every time during the night even though i was the one working and she never worked the day that i was oh, wow. yeah yeah uh i would clean do all just about all the nappies bath them put them to bed uh cook dinners now, the only thing i didn't do was wash clothes but uh um the, even when she did that she'd just dump them on the on the living room couch and They'd sit there until I folded them and put them away, you know, just things like that. Um, I used to have to take the kids, everything I did. So whether if I wanted to do something for myself, like go out, do a bit of fishing or I like bird watching, photography is one of my big things. Um, I'd have to take the kids with me. I'd be walking around uh, national parks with three kids in tow trying to photograph birds. <laughs> it was a different type of uh, wow. setup, but, uh, you know, I managed, but. You know, it, it was uh, it took a strain. It took a took a lot. And I work in a in a winery over here in the Brossa Valley, and um, I so I do shift work as well at certain times of the year. And I would be doing twelve hour shifts, come home to then have to take the kids to school uh, or kindy or daycare, whichever it was. Um, you know, things like that where you just just run off my feet and uh yeah yeah so all this time and during all this time you know she was i, I called her a perennial student she'd she'd be she was at university and uh she'd finish one course and jump to the next and never and always use that excuse never have to work and could just sit mm -hmm. at home and uh and yeah professional so, student professional student and still is <laughs> but that's not my problem not my problem anymore no um and uh and so yeah so eventually you know I, I snapped <laughs> and enough. I had to walk away enough yeah. was enough and I mean yeah, I walked away you're describing pretty extreme provider almost oh, yeah. stereotypically not to be sexist or anything almost like a maternal behavior of you know the housework and the this and that and dragging the kids everywhere you know the typical what you think of like the house mom kind of behavior so yeah I mean that just doesn't come out of nowhere did you have a model for that growing up did you see that as was your dad the same way or was your dad not around or no it's a it's a funny thing you know my a lot of my my, well, my parents and people that i've known have been exactly opposite it's been the 
the the wife that does all those sort of things and the and the, the stereotypical style the male that goes into work comes home puts his feet up mm-hmm. um yeah i'm not exactly sure where it's come from to be honest it's well, uh, i mean it's I, an think interesting you, one. I think you hit on it earlier where you said i'm just super lucky to be in this and i'll do whatever it takes yeah and, maybe it's that and so well that begs the question then that seems like a, a sense of a low sense of self-worth or yeah I, i'm being who I am, I'm lucky to get any kind of attention from a woman. Did you have much mm-hmm. in the way of experience in romantic partnerships prior to the ex-wife and your current partner? Um, not a lot. Like uh, I had on and off just short relationships, but no, nothing that I'd call ever very serious. Um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, not not a massive amount. Um, so yeah, just and then there's a fairly big gap between the, my last girlfriend and then when I had. When I got married, or the, the my ex-wife, when I'm well before I married her, um, there was a fairly large gap there as well. So it may have been that that, that caused the that caused some of that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I'm and I think it's just yeah, it's just it's just in my personality to I guess you know when you're the provider style person, it just I when I when I grab something too, I run with it, uh, and I do that with everything in my life. Um, yeah be it my hobbies or whatever it is, I'll, I'll put my head into it and I'll do it and I'll do it. I'll try and do it properly. And uh, yeah, and I th- maybe it was just that. Maybe I just, once my, I got it on my head, I got to do it. That was it. And I just ran with it. So. And I would assume the ex-wife was all about it and she did her job in kind of training you to be this way. So, yeah. <laughs> and the, I mean, the, 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 the impression you're giving is one of, maybe a little passivity in terms of, yep. Hey, Definitely. this is the, yep. it, and, and it could be construed as a good way, such as, Hey, I'm, I'm happy. I'm content. Life is good. Yeah. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I'm good with that. You want to go out and do this? Yeah. Whatever. You want to stay in tonight? This works for me, you know, kind of, uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly. just go with the flow, dude. And um, yeah. the problem with that is if you hook up with the wrong friend, or God forbid, the wrong wife, romantic partner who recognizes that, and then they go, hmm, I can take this person and get them to do whatever the hell I want. And exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah and, they, and they give a little test here and there. Let's see what happens when I say this to him. Oh, yeah, nothing. In fact, he doubled down and became even nicer. Well, what does yeah. that, that teaches her? You know, if she's an, a raging asshole, yeah, exactly. you'd just be even nicer and nicer. And then it gets to and the point. Where, yeah, go ahead. So I was going to say, now I look back and that's exactly right. I look back and think, you know, if I brought some of these, you know, some of the, what, where I am now, back then, things would have been totally different now, you know, like I'm really happy where I'm now. I don't want that to happen, but it, it, you know, like at the time I was nothing like I am now. So it's, it's exactly, it's exactly what it was, I think. And she just took it, took it and ran with it. So, yeah. And, and so you had a grand epiphany during marriage number one of, wait a minute, this sucks. This is no good. And did you have like a yeah. blow up with her and say, we need to stop yep. doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, as a, in the last couple of years of marriage, I started, yeah, waking up to it a bit, like maybe even a bit longer than that, but, um, and see what happened over that time too. I lost a lot of my friends. Uh, I was always really yeah. close with good mates and that sort of thing, uh, that I would like to go and see and, uh, you get invites to things and I would end up going without her and, things like that uh and slowly but surely the invites had started slowing down mm. um so that that was one little thing i really didn't enjoy um 
and then yeah just you know things like uh probably especially in the last few years we'd have holidays school holidays and i'd take the kids on holidays you know like you do go for a family holiday like most people would want to be doing and and i would do a run out to you know a couple hundred k's down the coast and go to beaches and surfing and things like that and she'd never come so it was always just dad taking the kids on holidays um you know things like that and it just it just every one of these little things just another little chip in the armor and eventually yeah it just got too much i had a i what was it she was she'd gone up for a university residential school where she has to go up to she was in a university in new south wales at the time but studying by distance and so i'd taken some of my long service leave to look after the kids for a couple of weeks and she'd gone off and uh and done done the residency and we came back and we picked her up from the airport and uh and she basically said hello to the kids and, and ignored me it, i had nothing much you know didn't really say much at all wow. uh we drove home and i'd cleaned up the house pretty much 100 percent compared to what it was she got in and the one thing that hadn't been made was the bed was still a bit messed up and she walks in and has a crack at me about the bed and uh wow. And that was it. That was my that was my point. I slept on the couch that night and I walked out the next morning. Wow. So, well, good so for you. Yeah, yeah. And it, it took you a while, back. but you other finally than, woke up. Yeah, and to be honest with you, other than my kids, I mean the kids really hurts me. I still struggle with that. Um, yeah. as it would for most guys, I think, who have lost their kids. Well, not not lost them, they still come to me. But at the time it, it was quite rough because she worked them against me after I walked out for a long time. Um, but mm-hmm. Other than walking out on the kids, it's been the absolute best thing that could ever happen to me since. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, so, I'm in a much better place now. Uh, did you? Was the process of kind of waking up and saying, "What the hell was that all about?" Was that almost immediate after you left her, or did that take some time? Did reading the book kind of spark that? I think I was almost on the journey a little bit beforehand. Anyway, I, it's it's um, I hadn't seen the book at at that point. Um, but it was just, uh, yeah, just some of the, when I read the book now, I look back at how it happened and it was just, it, it had to be forced out of me almost, but it was, yeah, definitely had started picking up some of those little points that, that were, you know, hang on, you, you need a man up here and stop being yeah. such a bloody pussy, you know, like, <laughs> this is, this is silly, you're getting walked on, you know, like, yeah. so yeah. So, yeah, how so much- that, that was... How much time? Between, how much that. time between the end of your first marriage and this new relationship? Uh, not very long. Pretty quick. Uh, I'd known my new partner for a little while anyway, just through the birding world that I live in, um, and just online and that sort of thing. And then after a while, just through chatting a little bit, we end up going out birding on a, a birding date, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> We, uh, yeah, we, we met up like that and yeah, everything just sort of went from there. So yeah, timeline, yeah, no, I don't know, yeah, maybe yeah, six months or something like that. And then how I long uh, did you guys uh, start living together after dating? Oh, uh, I stayed with a mate for, for a while and then I was in a, another place, probably uh, maybe 10 months to a year, something like that later. All right. Um, okay. It it, uh, it caused a lot of uh, hassle with my ex um, because she then saw that I was moving on and she still thought she had control over me like she did yeah. before. Yeah. Um, and she started full alienating the kids to me and 
all that fun that you get with courts and things like that. She, mm. she went for whole hog on me. Basically she, uh, once, especially once the new relationship started, she accused me of domestic violence and which oh, I wow. never ever touched her, never touched her in my life, you know, Jeez. and did it to, to basically run back to New South Wales because she didn't want to be over here anymore and she wanted to take the kids with her. And the only way to do that without having to do mediation and go through all the normal channels is to, you can, you can Clean accuse abuse. someone of something like, like that. And then they go straight to court and the judge just goes, right, I'll see you later. Wow. So, yeah. So that's that. It caused a lot of trouble in that regard. And the good thing is, uh, the kids have got past that now. They've sort of slowly woken up to what's going on. Um, and now they all love, you know, many years down the track, they all love coming over and, and, uh, and spending time with dad. So, yeah, but it was a long journey. It was a long journey in that regard. Yeah. Okay. So let's fast forward then to current relationship. You guys are, I would assume you experienced a nice hot and heavy ultra romantic beginning to the, at the beginning of the relationship. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. it was good fun. It was a lot of, it was great. I mean, I never felt so alive and felt, uh, feelings that I had never felt even with my first wife, you know, like yeah, it almost, it almost felt when I look at it now, it feels like almost settled just because my ex had given, had, uh, had given me a time of day back then. And then, and, and, you know, it didn't feel, and, and it was, well, it was great. And I never had the feelings that I had that I have now and had at that time, especially the start of this, the, the new relationship. Um, and yeah, and you know, the bedroom was on fire for a long time and uh, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. So. When did you feel uh, it started to slow down? The wheels started falling off a little bit. Um, yeah, probably only really, oh yeah, maybe the last, year year or so it was yeah. a year or two i mean it, it, it was about the first sort of three years were were amazing you know like it just kept that, that that period went for a long time and uh and it was great and so then it slowed down a little bit and um and it was yeah i, I, I was just starting to you know be a little concerned and think a whole lot of it and then in the last well about a year ago i suppose yeah, it would have been it really slowed down to you know you might only be going into the bedroom once a month or Ooh, that's even, not good. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, it's that's by definition, a dead bedroom, I would say. So yes, it was heading that it was definitely heading that way. In, in looking back though, can you point at a specific instance that kind of triggered the downslide or no, it was just so, so, so gradual. There was a moment. Okay. No, not, not an exact moment. I think no. what, it, what it sort of, it was a sort of a time period, but especially now I've, read your book and and looked at what i did and where i've been i felt myself i think i felt that i was slipping back into those full provider uh area mm. i think I, I almost still was in the provider role uh in the, you know in that sort of thing the the good thing is in my new relationship i earned less money than my new partner and <laughs> my partner now not, not new anymore but mm. um and she worked and yeah she's a real worker like uh everything's 50 50 at home and things like that so but what i was still doing was i was still in the 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 needy mode and always needing validation for things you know like i i would always be you know when i do jobs as you talk about in the book i'd look for mummy's approval i'd be coming in and say oh look i did this and i did that you know and that hit me when i when i read you when i read your book or heard your, your yeah. audio book um 
you know, do you want a cookie? Yeah, that's exactly was me. You know, like mm-hmm. I was doing, I was doing it again, and um, and I didn't really know why. You know, I didn't really think about that too much at the time. Whilst I was in a better place, I still had those those nice guy characteristics going on, and I think the the new relationship style that Lisa, oh, sorry, my partner and I, um, get along like really well with everything, and it was sort of just you could get away with it for a little while but after a while you know as as time goes past things just start building and building and maybe a little bit of resentment from some of this stuff was coming through without even being conscious um on my partner's part and um yeah i was yeah just doing all those sort of things you know like like wanting approval for this and that and you know always needing to be with her or have a beside me or to the point where she complained a few times that I need some time for myself, you know, like, you know, to Mm. hang with the girls and Mm -hmm. do things like that. And at the time I'm thinking, yeah, 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 you know, you get that, you know, that's all right. But reality is I probably was crowding it, you know, and sure. And yeah. And I hadn't really, really considered it. And I think some of these little things just started to build up and, uh, and, and to the point of like, like you say, the, the, to the point of almost annoyance so you get to that you know end of the day and it's uh, you, you, you got a bedroom that looks like the front page of your book <laughs> yep and, and, and so i mean you know, all the way down to once per month is pretty darn dead so did yeah. anybody did anybody verbalize wow we sure don't have sex as much as we as we used to you or yeah, her, anyone yeah. okay yeah yeah um so yeah i i'd done that i'd made those sort of comments just little dropping little hints here and there for oh i don't know maybe a couple of months up until the talk um and yeah and she'd always agree with me like yeah yeah, yeah no you know we, we really need to make more time for that and that, you know that sort of thing but you get to the end of the day or whatever and and it just yeah wouldn't happen wouldn't happen like you thought you were hoping and yeah right up until the point where where one night i was yeah, I was laying in bed there when she's reading phone or book or something, and I had, and we had the, and I had the talk and not knowing at the time there's even such a thing as sort of like that, that you, you know you're doing the wrong thing but um, yeah and I did that and it went yeah really bad she was got emotional and you know and I felt horrible and <laughs> nothing nothing yeah. really came of it and it was just uh, yeah it yeah and it was exactly that communicate you know because in my mind being the nice guy I've been over my period it was always that everything I've said it's always about communication you know communicate communicate and so I thought right well this is how it's got to have to work you know like I'm going to need to communicate to to, uh, she needs to understand that we need to be doing this more you can't be just like you say just being uh you know housemates this is yeah you want to want something more than that so um yeah so eventually that talk happened and yeah it didn't it pretty much didn't really do a thing so what did that talk sound like uh basically me just saying we, we're not uh, having sex often enough and uh and her agreed to an extent but you know there's yeah i can't remember exactly there might have been excuses that were coming out or you know that sort of thing but um yeah and ended up like i yeah, I'm a fairly emotional type of guy and yeah, I got emotional and she got emotional. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And afterwards we basically 
hugged and then rolled over and went to sleep and that was it, you know, like, and then, yeah. And then there was nothing in that week up until I traveled over to see my kids. And, um, and that's when I discovered your book and just went, wow, <laughs> yeah. this is me in a nutshell and really I've got to change this right, right here and now. So, yeah. So let's yeah. talk about those changes. I mean, gradual, did you just implement everything all at once and walk us through what happened? Yeah, no, I basically, I, cause I, I was almost like an epiphany, like you say, on the way when I was doing that drive up, up to Sydney, um, from then on, I just, I just, my mindset, I, it was a real change of mindset. I, I don't think I've been hit by anything that I've read or heard before as hard as what I did when I read your book. It was literally just woke me up. Um, and I'm, I'm a classic for someone who will, read something like the idea of it and then forget about it, you know, that sort of thing. But this one was different. I read it and it just sunk in. I just thought, Oh my God, I'm one of the neediest person ever people ever. When you look at, when you look at what I've done in my life and where I am needed now, um, you know, I, I needed to change that mindset. So I did. Um, I, yeah, just from then on, uh, oh, I don't even know how to explain, but, um, you know, didn't always, I tried to not be always hanging off her, off her and, um, you know, never, uh, never, you know, uh, ever since I read the book, I haven't once said, oh, you know, I just, I just went and did this, you know, for approval. Um, yeah, some of those sort of aspects I've just completely changed and yeah. And it almost had an immediate, immediate response. Um, when I, you know, like <clears throat> some of the some of the uh, responses from her that I was getting were, yeah, just almost instantaneously um, coming to a point where you know, like the little things were the hug, hugging, and the mm -hmm. the kisses, and the you know stuff like that just came back, and it was like once I started that journey, uh, I just yeah, I listened to your book about two or three times, and and just kept working it into my brain. This is what I've got to do. And, uh, and, and it was, and it was, it's worked, it's worked an absolute treat. So it's been great. Has she, uh, expressed like, Hey, this is a new you what's going on here. Anything like that? A uh, little bit. There's been little, little bit. She hasn't, uh, asked me about anything indirectly. Um, but I basically said to her, you know, one day when she just sort of said, Oh, what are you, what are you up to there? You know, like I joined the gym and stuff like that. That's something that I've never done in my life, ever been to a gym. I'm not an unfit person, but I'm not super fit either. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought, right, well, it's a good idea to get. And, and to, on that note about, I remember um, maybe three years ago, she said to me two, three years ago, Oh, you know, if you get you know, really muscly or, you know, like I remember being really, excited by the idea if you went if you got really fit and got muscly and i thought oh you know at the time i thought <laughs> oh yeah but whatever and but now you know remember it, it came back to me when i started thinking like this i thought well you know like you know they say they don't a lot of you know oh you know i like you just the way you are you get all that all the time but reality is there's you know if you could be like you know like i was or where i'm heading to now i know which one she'd take mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. exactly yeah and have you noticed changes in her behavior? Is she kind of following suit, following you to the gym, working on herself physically? 
Yep. Uh, she's yeah, she has. She's running now. Um, she always she was very fit when I first met her. She used to ride bikes a lot, um, and that dropped away. Uh, and and yeah, so she not she's a lovely fit person anyway. But her fitness had dropped away, even though she still looked good. The, the fitness wasn't there as much. And yeah, in the last yeah probably. Yeah, well, pretty much the same amount of time I've been doing it. She's been back out. She runs every morning and, yeah, something that she wasn't doing before. So, so yeah, I think works. it could well be, yeah, it could well be a case of, of, of that follow-on. Oh, absolutely. Follow-on. Uh, it, women, uh, women are much more in tune to some of those underlying uncomfortable truths in relationships. And one of those yeah. is mismatched attraction levels, whether it's real or imagined or whatever it may be it's not sustainable in a relationship and yeah, us yeah. guys are way, way slower at realizing that we just were like, Hey, I, I make a good living. So what if I'm 40 pounds overweight and don't do anything yeah. and I dress like a slob I'm me and I'm awesome. I'm Mr. Provider man, take it or leave it. Well, yeah. women on the other hand are, Oh shit. He's going to the gym. Uh, suddenly I have an urge to start doing yoga and running around the block more and hey can i come to the gym with you and look at this cute little outfit i just bought and doesn't my tummy look smaller and yep. <laughs> and just have yep. to sit back and laugh and they go wow that was just as the book described here it comes um, yeah yeah because they, they may not consciously or overtly say i better get with the program here it's just it just happens and they yeah. And, yeah. and what is the biggest mind f for a lot of guys is just how much giddier happier more feminine just overall happier the woman is following you know yeah the, yep. the, the man's providing this lead of in this model for look at me and this healthy happier behavior and she's like sweet something to follow this is awesome great and yeah. it, it's always amazing to those guys who tell me that their wives are kind of controlling type a working women usually women that have you know make more than the man um mm. They will say, no, I didn't think she would be misfollow along, but here we go. There it is. And that's Yeah, and that's a, that's a real difference between my first marriage and where I am now. The, the, the first one who was someone who didn't uh, work and wasn't really that type A type, type woman like that, uh, she would just would, would never follow me on something like this and would just have got defensive about it and probably annoyed. Um, whereas my partner now is, is more that person like type A, yeah, a worker on, you know, like, uh, you know, gets into things, gets out there and, and has fun. Um, whereas, and yeah, and you'd expect, like you say, you sort of think, oh, well, they'd be less likely to, but yeah, it's, it is, she's right onto that bandwagon. So yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's, I think that's exactly how it works. And so, as you say, the, the love life has improved. Are you, yeah. uh, are you back to the honeymoon stage levels? Uh, no, we're not, not that, that not improved that much. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it'd be hard to get back to that stage. <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think we ever can well, do we? Um, I mean, you can get tastes of that here and there. And usually that comes yeah. when, when it's, uh, just you two together away on an adventure type of thing. Yeah. That's, that's when a lot of guys report like, holy crap. That's when the yeah. Miss Porn yeah, that, Star came good, out. Good little segue. Actually, that's, um, that's something that, I got out of your book that really did was amazing uh, was to do that. And I did it a little bit different with the, with taking with the surprise trip. Um, I did it the first time I did it just a surprise date night rather than the full blown trip, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. out of the blue and, and um, yeah, took her up, took her out for this date. She didn't know where we we're going. Didn't even know we we're going. Thought we were just going to be in for the night and 
that sort of thing. I got she got home and I was all ready to go. And I said, right, you got this, you know, 20 minutes to get ready. We're we're off. We've got to be here. And uh, and there yeah, that was that was really good and ended up with a really nice evening after that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so running on with that about three weeks later, maybe something like that. I did it again, but this time with a trip over to to a, a kangaroo island down from us here, and to you know jump on a ferry and get over there. And we went over there for three nights, I think it was. Um, yeah, and exactly that. I did the same same thing. Didn't let her know until everything done. You know, we've got animals to look after. We've got a little hobby farm that we live on up here. Nice. Um, and you know, so I got arranged for people to come look after them and um, my stepson well, to be stepson is was at his dad so that was okay so he was away as well and so organized everything like that and then we we went away and and had a and, and did that basically when she got home said like you got an hour to be ready we're off we're going no idea and it was straight away oh but what about but what about but no 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 we've got it don't worry about <laughs> it and uh and to her credit she didn't react too like too badly it was quite oh, okay you know good, like, good. and 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 yeah we went along and yeah and it was absolutely fantastic that was honeymoon style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that was that was really good um yeah but in the general run of things around it it's the i would say we're about 70 to 80 percent up on where we were wow. you know like you know it's it's probably two to four times a week currently um yeah and you know and, and to that's be honest awesome. with you for me that's to me, that's perfect. You know. Oh like, yeah, uh, I would think for most yeah, people, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to be. I, I actually like not. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not someone who's looking for it every night or anything like that. So yeah, that but that that sort of that sort of uh, time. Uh, that's what I mean. Is is good. So. So where do you see yourself, if at all, in these last few months? Do you see yourself slipping at all? Little mistakes. No, if anything, to be honest with you, if anything, it's getting. I'm getting better and better with it. Oh, uh, good. And and I and I'll put that down to if I ever do feel like anything like I need to tune up on anything, I will just go back and and re- listen to the book again. And I've been listening to your other books. Uh, I want to look. I'm going to have to download the Dr. Glover one, the No One Missed an Ice Guy. I haven't mm-hmm. read that. Haven't listened to that one yet. So that's my next next one to have listened to. So and you've also um, been uh, active on the group. You joined the fraternity. Yep, joined the fraternity. That was uh, yeah part of. Well, a bit of a thank you to you for putting me on the on the right track and I thought you know like this is like if I can get on there and help any other guys well that'd be great so yeah, yeah. I thought I'll, uh, I'll jump on there and and join in so it's been yeah. great and then it's been good to see that you know like I say I'm not <laughs> even even over here where I am even there's just not that I want to see guys going through this but there's plenty of us that deal with it and yeah, a lot of improvements that can be made in that regard. So. Excellent. And now, which leads to the next question, We're talking a lot about you, and we hinted mm-hmm. at a little bit about her, you know, getting better physically and working on herself. Yep. Are there some things that you're seeing now that um, you're not so happy with that she's doing or has been doing in the relationships? There's something kind of nagging at you, gnawing at you for a while that nice guy you wouldn't with... dare bring up? Yeah, no, to be honest with you, it's probably... I probably had some more of those before I read the book. Like, no, um, yeah. And uh, where there were things that maybe just cause I was a bit annoyed with where the relationship was going a little bit in the bedroom and things like that. And so I would be a little bit, uh, the mindset was looking for things to be annoyed at. Mm. Um, and since I've started this journey and 
the the response has been really good. If anything, yeah, I I really couldn't pick anything at the moment that would say that that would say that yeah, there's anything that's nagging me. If anything, our relationship is stronger than it's ever been because of it. It's Great. it's really good. Um, but it's, you know, it's the little things, the little things that come back, the 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 walk past and the touch of the butt or the you know the the little kisses and the holding hands and things like that, that that had started to drop away a bit have come back, you know, and it's just the attraction. I think the, the, the attractions back a bit more. And another thing on that, one of the biggest differences, another big thing that I did different was beforehand. See, I'm, I love, uh, I've always been into a bit of a sort of extreme sports stuff. So I fly paragliders. Um, oh, wow. and, and my, current partner she rides horses and things like that so um what what had happened before was i would always want her to be coming with me come with me to you know to the, the needy type thing that we talk about come with me and watch me fly the paraglider or i'll come with you and watch you ride the horse or you know everything i had to always trying to do everything together and mm-hmm. that was a massive thing i think was the change in that giving some space uh now you know, and, and going to see mates and things like that. So now it's, you know, like, you know, I, okay, honey, I'm, I'm going out to see mates. I'm going flying today. Uh, I'll see you at, you know, seven o'clock tonight. No worries. You know, and, and same for her. And she's got her horse stuff. And if she wants to go down and see some mates, go for a ride or whatever. Okay. You know, if, you know, if she asked me to come, I'll go, but otherwise I'll, yeah, give that space. And that space is a, is a big thing, I think. Absolutely. Maintaining your independence, each of you. Um, yeah, yeah. For for guys that are high in anxiety and stuff, though, that, that can initially lead to some, oh, some hesitation, anxiety around we're separated. Does that mean we're growing apart? You know, she's yeah. off hanging out with the gals doing some hobby horse thing or whatever. And I haven't seen her for a couple of days and I seem fine with that. And she seems fine with that. Does that signal the demise of the relationship? Has that kind of stuff ever occurred to you? Uh, no, actually a little bit the opposite. Cause I, I was more like that when, before I read the book again, like I would be, if she was to go out with, without me and do something like that, I'd be a bit anxious about it. I'd be like, Oh, you know, what, mm-hmm. you know, who, wh- where's she going? Why, why don't she want to be with me? You know, that sort of stuff. Since I've got onto, I've changed my mindset and I've got into the headspace I am now and the, the, the journey I'm now on, I don't have those feelings. I, I'm confident in who I am and what I'm doing that, you know, that, that, that I'm strong in the relationship and, and the responses I'm getting from her are exactly the same, that she's feeling better for the relationship and stronger for it and, and everything like that. So it's actually been, yeah, yeah, really good. The, the independence thing is a, is a massive thing, part of it, in my opinion. Excellent. So, it sounds like yeah. you two are, you, you're just two naturally independent people. And it, it, I think a, a lot of, Oh, your, your negatives. I don't think the book is necessarily, and here I am downplaying the importance of the book. I don't think it's like, oh, this master plan that no one has ever conceived of. Oh my gosh, he found the magic formula. I think for you, yeah. the book was just basically a smack upside the head. Wake up. Exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this isn't you, what you're doing here. So cut it out. You go back to the yeah. old, you know who the old independent you is. And you're like, yep. yeah, you're right. What happened to that guy? Yeah. And I think if you dig deeper, I think what happened to that old independent you was you were in a toxic relationship with wife number yeah. one, and that just smothered all of that. 
Yeah. I think you've nailed it. That's exactly what happened. And because yeah. I was a, more, a very independent guy beforehand, and yeah, I think that I completely lost it in that relationship. And and I, I brought some of those traits into the new relationship. And yeah, you books yeah, exactly what you say. Your books smacked that out of me, and and uh, and and it's been yeah, getting back to where I wanted to be. And like I say, in headspace wise, I'm like so much better than where where I've been for a long time. Mm-hmm. So. It's been been an, been wonderful in that regard. So I mean, it could be argued that you were in a in an abusive relationship, and yeah. it, much yeah. like you know the stereotypical wife who was physically abused by the husband, and then she enters a new relationship, and the new husband goes in for a hug, and she winces like, "Huh, he's going to hit me," and he's like, "No, hmm. I, I'm just you know I'm just going in for a hug, sweetheart. I I would never hit you." And it takes a while for her to relax and let those let her guard down and realize, okay, he's he's safe. I can. I can relax around him. I think mm. same kind of thing with you. You enter, you took all that baggage into relationship number two, and then it yep. took up something like a book to say, dude, you can relax. Yeah. It's, it's the old you, you have nothing to worry about. And yeah. uh, yeah. let the old you come out and voila, here you go. And your new yeah. partner is like, oh, thank God. I knew that guy was was lurking in there somewhere. This is great. Somewhere. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And it's been for, for my partner, it's been exactly that. She's uh, uh, without knowing exactly what i'm doing here i haven't talked to her about the book she knows i'm on the group called dad starting over but she doesn't really know much more about it um uh yeah but if she she knew exactly what where i've been what i'm doing in this regard i like my my change in my you know she just seen this new guy coming through and has been just lapping it up enjoying it you know like and and it's and it's changing her as well to that extent you know like you're getting like i say the little things are coming back and the attraction's more there on both sides and it, it just is a, is a fantastic thing. Um, yeah. So the, the smack in the head was needed. Excellent. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's brought me into a much better place. So, and, and not only in my relationship in, and it's more, it's in my whole life as well. You know, like some of the thing, my workplace, things like that, just more confidence in what I'm doing. Good. Um, and what, and, and it just, I guess it, once you start, it sort of snowballs and you just sort of yeah. keep this, you can keep this stuff running and make it an absolute habit and it becomes you again. Um, it's going to be, yeah, the, the journey just becomes fun again rather than hard. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not to, you know, throw a bucket of water on the whole thing. Life has a way mm-hmm. of kind of saying, you know, gotcha sucker. I see that you've relaxed and you're comfortable and you're happy. You know, life's going to throw some obstacles at you and you're going to have some holy shit moments. So be prepared for those. And the holy shit moment may come in the form of, you know, you're, I don't know, you may have already experienced this before. Has the wife with new you and your new dynamic, have you been turned down? And if so, how did you, uh, how did you deal with it? To be honest, to be honest with you, I have, I, I don't, um, I don't ask anymore, if you know what I mean. Like for on that yes. regard for for the bedrooms, yes. like I took that right out of my arsenal. It just um, happens. You just make it happen. Yeah, it just make it happen. So yeah. I don't ever go asking anymore because that, that was another thing that I did all the time. It was always me asking, and you know, and I, and I thought, and when I after reading the book and that sort of thing, you know, that's really the wrong way of doing it. And um, mm-hmm. and so no, since in the four months since I've read the book, I haven't asked once. So it's now good. just, it just happens, yeah. you know, I, like, 
I can't imagine. And, you know, I've been asked by so many guys because I've been going on, well, it's over seven years now with wife number two, and it's still in the yep. quote hot and heavy phase. And so guys like, are yep. like, well, can you walk me through like how you initiate with the wife? And it's like, and same thing. I have literally yeah. never said, so you want to, or do you yeah. feel like it? It just kind of happens. And it's because it's, and it's because it's a natural progression of whatever happened throughout the day. You know, yeah, when yeah. you're talking about those little, those, happens. Yeah. Yeah, those little intimate moments throughout the day, of course, it's a natural culmination of end of day. Kids are to bed, blah, 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 blah. Yep. This is done. Here we are alone. No word spoken. It just happens. And, yeah. and, um, and, and of course, there are those times where it's kind of funny when you're in that desperate, I really need sex mode because it's been a month, two months, whatever it is. You kind of throw away all those little, oh, social, you don't read the social cues properly. Everything is just kind of smothered by this very animalistic, manly, I need sex. I need relief from this pressure mode. And yeah. you don't take into account that your wife's been you know, fighting a bad cold for three or four days. And the kid has been a really pain in the butt. And she had a really bad day at work. And the house is a mess and everything's cluttered. And we just got this big bill in the mail. That guy that's just really, really desperate, for lack of a better word. He like all that is just in the background. He doesn't care. All he knows is I have a need. Yeah. Well, when you kind of regularly get it, so to speak, and you have a nice, healthy relationship, you can read those signals a lot clearer. And you know when Start to back right. off. Yep. And you just naturally yep. like, uh, well, I could go for it right now. But you know what? She's had a rough day and I, I don't feel too good either. I'm tired. I'm kind of headachey and just good night, good night. Yeah. And nothing spoken yeah. and it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. So it sounds like you got to that point and that's wonderful. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly, that's pretty much on to the nail. And again, it's exactly that. Um, and I think the difference too is the expectation. Like you don't put that expectation on them. That's what I was always yes. doing. Like, uh, you know, I'm expecting, and, and they feel that, and just it, it just instantly creates the wrong, yep. wrong mindset for the whole process. Whereas, without any of that, and, and things can just happen naturally. It's it's uh yeah, it's a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, and and yeah, and the responses of you know, like you like you say, you don't you don't have any um, you you, you just you don't really have to, you know, like like do it be doing it every night, but you can. You can you can read the signs and it's and and you know when and when you can and can't and yeah it just sort of happens it's it's really good it's yeah yeah a much better place than where we were so excellent 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 so I hope you stick around the group because you know we love these stories and we're, we're sharing your wisdom and I'm sure um, you you can learn from some of the other guys and they will be there to keep you on the same path and like I said you're gonna have hiccups and you're gonna have moments. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not to sound sexist, but she's a woman, which means there's, they're going to, they're going to be moments where you're just going to go, huh? What the hell? You know, the good, the good thing, the good thing about that now though, is I think, I feel like I'm in a mindset and my a headspace where I can handle it. There you go. You know, yeah. like, uh, beforehand I would have collapsed, I would have been crushed and been, you know, a wreck now, now, you know, it's okay. We'll get past it. We'll, you know, like, and, you know, worst case scenario, something happened down the track and things fall apart. Well, I'll be okay. You and, know, and, and take that. We'll be okay. Mentality, which is amazing, but pointed yeah. at your pointed at yourself at those times where that old you is going to surface every now and then. 
Yeah. Because yep. she went through years of a really shitty relationship and you got a lot of ingrained programming in you that every now and then is going to bubble yeah. up and you're going to be like, what the hell? What? What? No. What? Why did yeah. I just do that for? Why did I just say that? Why did I just act that way? Why did I just feel that? And I just always have that in the back of your mind saying, dude, it's okay. Give yourself a break. I mean, yeah, it's going to, it's going to take a little while. It's going to take years of doing this way for, to rewrite all that programming just to where all this stuff becomes completely natural. So at the same token where you say, dude, it's okay. If it doesn't happen, it's okay. If she flies off the handle every now and then same thing to you, yeah, dude, it's okay. Yeah. If I got a bad day, if I got a bad week, if I got a, but wake up in a shitty mood, if I suddenly feel needy. And I think that's perfect segue into, or a perfect Avenue to reach out to the group guys having a shitty day. This is what happened. What do you think? And I guarantee you, yeah. 99 guys will come back saying, Oh yeah, me too. That happened last week. And here's what I did. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. Give yourself a break, blah, blah. So yeah. yeah the, the group is uh, fantastic for that. From what I've seen, like yeah. I said, I've only been on it a short while personally. And um, yeah, I'm like, there's lots of posts on it and the feedback from other guys and stuff. It's yeah, it's just, and sometimes it's great, you know, like you'd be going through the day and I'll just be like cruising along at work and just, you know, things will be going a bit, you know, a bit, dull or, or a bit hard for the day or something like that. And I'll, I'll just quickly flick in my lunch break or something on the pull up Facebook. And there's, you know, a post from Jack, Jack London, one of your members. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be like, and it'll be just like some sort of a, me a meme or something like that. And it's just like a real pick me up. It's like, Oh yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. You know? And it, and from then on, I'm just for the next little while, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, in a, just got that, get that, that head space again and just keep rolling along for the rest of the yeah. day. So and, and just things like that. And what I'm, what I'm most proud of in the group is, yeah, we have that motivational kick you on the butt stuff, but it's also an extremely yep. understanding, empathetic group where it is. It is I don't care true. if you have erectile dysfunction, if you are an alcoholic and you're having a, you know, you fell off the wagon or whatever it may be, yep. zero judgment, zero guys saying, come on, loser, what's wrong with you? Nope. It's just, yep, understand it. Here's what you can do. Been there, done that. I went to this doctor. Here you go. Whatever it may be. Yeah. And, um, yep. We've seen it all. Addicts. And... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed that since I've been on there. And yeah. yeah, to any listeners who are thinking about it and haven't joined them and, and yeah, really consider doing it, it's uh, it's well worth it. There's like, yeah, you just feel like you're not not on your own. You know, like you got you got brothers out there that are dealing with the same thing and, and uh, we can all help each other out. I appreciate that. Thank you. And here's a quick plug. So guys that are interested, dadstartingover.com slash join. And you'll, you can watch a video and read all about the group and what it takes to join. So Chris, thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate this. Uh, and, thank uh, you. It's, uh, it's literally, I, I said it in my post on the, on the, on the group that, uh, you know, you, 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 you're waking me up. It's uh, my life's changed because of it. And it's changed so much for the better. And I cannot thank you enough. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it yeah. so, so, so much and uh, wish you all the best. Please keep in touch. Please keep active on the group and yep. uh, look forward to seeing you on there. No worries. Thank all right, you. sir. Thank you. Have a good one. Cheers. See you later. Bye. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. 
Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood. But none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.